Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. We have a testimony in the house. Amen. Oh, this side, are you excited about testimonies? Then put your hands together to welcome our sister April to share her testimony with us today. Don't stop clapping till she gets here. Wow. All right, please introduce yourself. Don't worry, come forward. Everyone is here. All right. Let's go. Hi, everyone. Oh, no. Guys, when she asks, you have to respond. Say it again. Oh, say it again. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Beautiful. My name is April. I'm part of the communion stars. Wow. April, what's your testimony about today? <laughs> My testimony is about divine escape. Wow. So, on 2nd January, that was Tuesday, I went to Aiduasi Market to buy some things and I'm like oh the sun is scorching so instead of walking from the market to um, Continental I want to mm-hmm. stand at the bus stop and take a short train so I was as I was standing there because students are not around the road is very quiet mm-hmm. it was no, 2nd January the students hadn't come yes we're not around so as I was there this taxi just drove right in front of me passed and hey I've missed you where have you been? Hey. Oh, it's been a long time. Come and sit down and let's go. Wow. So, and there, and there was one guy at the back of the taxi. So, as he was doing that too, he has opened the door of his car. Hey. And the other one at the back too has opened the door. Like, now I'm confused. I'm like, I don't know you. Mm. He said, oh, you don't know me. Like, it's been a while. Don't you remember me? I am, I'm like, ah, I don't know you. Then he said, where are you going? So that was what even caught my attention. So I'm going to Continental. And he said, oh, yes, me too. I'm going to Kote. Let's go. Hey. So if you know the road, firstly, this way means you are going to Tech or yeah. someone like, I'm going to Kote. And I'm like, no, I don't know. And he was told then, no doubt who was coming. So I was just moving back like that. And he had opened the door, stretching his hand like, by force, I should come in. So a church run now started coming and honking on him to move so that he would come and pack. Mm-hmm. He had refused. He was still insisting that he knows me. I should come and let's go. So as the church kept on honking, then he moved. As he was moving, his car, his hand was out of his car, still calling me that. Okay. Still calling me that. I should run and go. Said no. Then I got into the church. So one of the ladies were like, "Hey, this place they are doing is recently they got three girls away and they've killed them. So like as it's New Year, they are just looking for people to just catch and be wow. like that." So this was someone sitting in the church or she told you that yes. they are, this is what they do yes and God delivered you yes so if I, a, on, on a regular day if you mm-hmm. meet someone like 
He, he had a very cheerful face. He's looking very uh, like very decent. happy, like a nice very guy. Very happy. So on a normal day, you'd be like, oh, let me just approach and try and remember where yeah. he knows. At me. least you get a ride home. Yes, you get a free ride. But God being so good, I just realized that no, this he didn't is want not to sit inside. Yes, wow! Put your hands together for this testimony. You know, and it's 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 very important because this is what people are up to. Recently, someone has been killed, a fourth-year medical student. After a party, they couldn't find her. They found her body a few days later. She has finished the exam. She has passed. She has been alive, and she almost made it to the new year. 30th December, they took her. Do you see? So it's a very important thing. People are out there doing bad, but by the grace of God, our sister's life was preserved. Amen. So April, what would you like to tell the church? So I want to tell the church that we should believe in the prayers we receive every Sunday. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether it concerns you at that moment or not. Just believe that you are part of it. Wow. And then as you move, the Holy Spirit will protect you. Amen. Wow, put your hands together for April. Thank you very much for such a powerful testimony. Amen. Oh, put your hands together for them. For such wonderful moves. Wow. I hear they call it leg, leg works or something like that. <laughs> I want you to give your neighbor a high five and say, my neighbor, you are welcome to church. It's good to see you. Oh, I said give your neighbor a high five, a high five, a high five, a high five. Say, it's my neighbor, you are welcome to church. You are welcome to church. Hallelujah. You are all welcome to church. Today, it's such a great, great, great honor to have our mother, our bishop in the house. If today is your first time in church, I want you to know that you are welcome to the Fountain of Life Cathedral. Our pastor is right here in our midst. She is the bishop of this cathedral. She is the Episcopal sister, Joy Philippe Bruce. I want you to open your heart. As the word comes, put your hands together for her. someone like you. We want to say that we are grateful. We want to say that we are thankful. Words indeed cannot say all that we feel and think, but we are grateful. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Find your Bible. Please, let's make our confession. I don't know about you, but this confession is changing things. You know, as I stand here every Sunday, I see, I'll be watching and then I see one more car is added. I don't know all the cars, but I just see that, you know, 
A lot of things are working, oh. A lot of things are working. These young people who are standing, you are not old. Stand. Stand. And let's make a confession. You want to say, this is my Bible. I am who it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Wow. It's a nice service. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. We have a lot to be thankful for. Oh, me if somebody had come to stop by me and say that, oh, it's been a long time, oh. I also have believed that maybe it's church or Eh? Hey, those of you who work, let's say you work in a place, but you think that is your chair, your what? Your customer. Hey. But we thank God that the story had a good end. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen and amen. And maybe also, may we take heed to ourselves a little. Yeah. Just take heed to yourself. Tell, turn to your neighbor, say, take heed to yourself. Yeah, just one extra check, you know, ask one more time, something, something. Because the world is becoming spooky. Eh? No, there's no free food. Eh? Hallelujah. Well, we've been talking about thankfulness, and I'm going to be sharing just for a short time. Hey, Pastor Eben, it's good to see you. Wow. Pastor Eben is back in Ghana after being in Ivory Coast for some time. It's good. So I think you should upgrade your chair. Move one seat ahead. It's very nice to see you. Wow. Only that you didn't wait for us to come and speak French. <laughs> to come and visit you. It's good to see you back. Hallelujah. And I, I hope that you are enjoying your church service. And every week, may we look forward to coming to church. Amen. We've been talking about thankfulness, and last week I was sharing with you that when you, when you remember things, you know, it helps you to be a grateful person. helps you to be a thankful person. If you only think about what you're in now or today, it has a way of making you ungrateful, because not every day is a good day. Oh, you there, every day is a good day for you. Yeah, there are some days that are not good, you know. Today I want to talk, continue on that line, and I'm going to talk about seven spiritual effects of remembrance, that it can go into the spiritual realm as well. Amen. In fact, let me not give you seven because I may not finish the seven. So let's just say spiritual effects of remembrance. Hallelujah. Now the first effect I want to talk to you about is that it stirs you up. This past week, especially in this congregation, we've been praying about being stirred up to a lot of things. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Stirred up. Something When something stirs you up, you're able to do a lot of wonders. You're able to do a lot of marvelous things. Why? Something has stirred you up to do them. You may be very dull or just yourself, but then when something stirs you up, you find that you're able to do more. Somebody said that a dog was coming to attack her and she found out that she could jump. <laughs> her normal, normal moving around self may not have been able to jump like that. But 
the, the dogs, it woke up something. And before she was aware, she had jumped clean over the thing and the dog rather was sitting. I thought the dog would rather, you know, be able to, the dog couldn't follow. Amen. You know, so when you remember, there are things you remember that stir you up. You see, and, and when you remember the goodness of God, it's something that should stir you up. Hallelujah. How God was good to you. you. Remember last week we were singing the song, I will remember. You remember that verse that says that when I remember, when I look back, you see, when I look back, because looking back helps you sometimes to see how God worked with you in a similar situation. Yeah. Or how he worked with another person in a similar situation as yours. Hallelujah. Let's look at some scriptures. In 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 1. This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. So Peter is a shepherd. Peter is a pastor of some people. And he says, I'm reminding you. I'm remind- I stir up your pure minds when you were thinking correctly. You know, beloved, there are times when things happen to you and your thinking is not pure. Hmm. How many of us, you've been through something like that before? Yeah, you realize something has affected how you used to, used to see things. And so he's reminding them, he said, go back to that time when your thinking was not distracted by such things. Yeah, every time I meet somebody who says that, all oh, women are bad, or all oh, men are bad. You know, it's, it is, it is an experience, it's something they went through. Are you with me? And that thing has so marked the person. But try and go back to before that experience and you remember that there were people who were good to you. Amen. How can everybody be bad? Ah, then you to you are inside. Because <laughs> you are either a lady, a, a woman or a man. Now he goes on again to say in Second Peter 1 and verse 13 I think it's meet as long as I am in this tabernacle. That means as long as I'm in this body. You know, he says, I, to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. So remembering things is very, very important. Unfortunately, natural man, we don't remember much. You should ask yourself why politicians only work in election year. That's the reason. They're saying that if I do the thing at the beginning when I come, you even forgot that they didn't. You'd be wondering that, um, in whose term, you know, was this thing? Is it true or it's not true? You see, it's irritating to us, so, but that's the reality. When the thing is done, we forget who it was who did it. So they try to remind us by waiting now, then just before, you know, like this year, like this somewhere around September, October, November, then it begins to take off into the election year, so that you remember. So, <laughs> but it's very, 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 very important to remember some things. Let us go to Exodus chapter 1. I want to show you how not remembering can be disastrous. In verse 7, the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceeding mighty. And the land was filled with them. Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on, let us deal wisely with them, 
lest they multiply. And it come to pass that when they falleth out in a war, they join also to our enemies and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. Therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Pitom and Ramses. But the more they, were, they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor. This man, this Pharaoh, who didn't know something, and who also refused to read history, hey, and refused to ask. You see, when you come and you see something good happening, it is good to ask a little bit about how it came to be. Because you should have wondered, how did these people come to be amongst us? Was it just by chance? Maybe if you had asked, you would have heard something. Because the Egyptians were the only ones who used to write down history. The rest were like us. We don't write anything. But they did. They, they, they write. The rest of us, we say oral tradition. We change. We change with every generation. You know? Yeah, we cut it. Then we change the story. The emphasis also changes. Hello? Are you in the house? So he should have inquired. And I'm saying this because the Bible says he didn't know Joseph. And then he woke up. You see, what he was saying was logical. Logically, if I'm waking, I see that the people are more than my people. In a bad day, these people will turn on us. But if he had known the history and he had kept up with what was happening, it would have been better for him. The result of his not knowing was a total destruction. Total destruction of everything. By the end of this story, you know the end of the story. He himself was finished. His whole army was finished. So many people had, had died. His, not only his firstborn and the firstborn of everything, including the firstborn cat. Everything firstborn was over. All because this man didn't remember. You know, it's good for you to find out how things came to be. It will keep you thankful. It will keep you thankful. Mm. Amen. When you remember that I'm the only one who has gone to school. Yeah. Don't let it make you proud. Yeah. Don't let it make you let it make you thankful. And let it make you determine that because of you others too will go. Amen. Oh, are you with me? Don't let don't feel that because you are special. Tell your neighbor, listen, we nobody, we are not more special than another person. Jesus died for all of us. Even though I find past you. <laughs> I think I'm more beautiful than you. I think I'm more handsome than you. But the truth of the matter, the truth of the matter is that at the end of the <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I hope you are understanding. Now, it's very important because as we remember, our gratitude is stirred. Yes. I think back at times of this church and I remember how on a day like today we would have been outside under tents in the heat. In the heat. I mean the canopy is on your head but you are sweating like something. Hey. I had to commit my, my, my preaching to memory because my iPad almost exploded there on the first day. Hey, I never knew it had a thermometer. Hey. I came to when I looked at the thermometer was there and the red was rising like this, and I had to quickly come close it. Since that day, I've not liked that tent. The one, the cheese, the cheese tent. I've not liked it since that day. It just brings more heat. Hey, 
Are you in the house? I remember when half will be inside, half are outside. You can't reach everybody. Hey. I remember when Charlie, the, 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 the equipment will go off. The church I was passing before this one for two years, we were on generator. Please, I don't mean a plant. I said generator. I don't need to. I cannot describe to you what it means. Hey. <laughs> then you have to use one generator. Then you know that you time it from when it's on. It will work out for the first one and a half hours. After that, if you don't switch, there will be a case. Hey. Are you in the house? Some of you have forgotten the food you used to eat. Oh. When they cook the chicken, then they will give you the foot. The foot. <laughs> the foot, and then if you are lucky when you get the neck, there's some meat on it. Hey. Ask your neighbor, have you forgotten? Have you forgotten? Please rehearse it. Rehearse it. You stop quarreling over the current meat that you are getting. Hey. This man would have done well to have asked and to remember. And you see, I'm also amazed that when he started, nobody tried to bring him up to date and tell him what had gone on, that he need not fear these people. Because the people had become one with them, you see. But nobody seemed to. And that's what brings me to our second scripture. In Second Peter, our third scripture, Second Peter chapter 1. Look at verse 12. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them, and be established in the present truth. Can you see it? In the present truth. He said, I won't be negligent. I won't be negligent. I mean, obviously with this Pharaoh, somebody was negligent. Somebody didn't do their work. That's how come the situation also reached a certain level. But he says, I won't be negligent. I will let you be established in the present truth. This church also has a history, a long history. The church is now about maybe 35, moving on 40 years, something like that, you know. And from time to time, we come and we show you a documentary. What are we trying to do? To remind you. To remind you. Yeah. To remind you. We have had all kinds of histories. We have had churches that have met under a what? My favorite church, it used to be, it used to be under Zanamat. Yeah, we came one day, they had put up a Zanamat, said that's the church. So okay. There's a church building today. I think I should send it to the pastor to remind him that this church, when we started it, it was under Zanamat. Hello? You see, not only church, I'm giving church examples because I'm a church person, but it's the same in life. Do you remember when you were going to go to school and they sewed your uniform and the shorts was like trousers? They say you grow. <laughs> they say you grow in it. <laughs> one shot. One shot. And you wore the shots are uh, class two, class three, class four, class five. Hey! One shot. They sold it. So now the shots was down as you were getting taller. You were praying for the day it would tear. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Then Peter goes on to say, I think it meet as long as I am in this tabernacle. So that's where that scripture we're reading from, as long as I'm in this body. 
to stir you up by putting you in remembrance, knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle. In other words, I know that I will soon die, even as our Lord Jesus Christ has saved me. Moreover, I will endeavor that you may be able, after my decease, to have these things always in remembrance. So you see a good leader preparing for the day when he will not be there. And you know, no matter what you are doing in this world, you will not always be there. You will not always be there. And we don't know when our exit will come. Hey, the church is very quiet again. Oh, we are a church of young people. It's very true. By the grace of God, the church is a church of young people, generally. But just yesterday, the Tamale church buried their head of social media. Young man. Very young man. You see? Yeah. Young man. And you know, we, we are just like that. You know, It was very nice to see that he had built so much in other people. Are you there? Please ask your neighbor, what have you built in this time? What have you built? Daniel, you won't die now, but if per chance, your day is tomorrow. What will we use to remember you? I hope we will not remember your quarreling. I hope we will not remember how we came to call you. We had to call you to come to church and how you pull your mouth like this before you come. Hey. Are you there? What will remember you by? It causes us to be established in something when we remember. Hallelujah. Paul says in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 3, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. I want to ask you if you're a young person, when your mother thinks about you, does she thank God? When your father thinks about you, does he thank God? Or the person is wondering why cry they brought you. Where did I get this child from? Where did I sleep? If you are a wife, hey, does thinking of you make your spouse happy? Or does thinking of you make him wonder which part of his bed he got out of on a wrong day? Or which side of the door she exited with before she saw you and agreed? Hey! Paul says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. There are people in this church, when I think of you, I smile. Yeah! Many, you don't see them on the stage or anything, but I smile because, hey, because of things, because of things in the past. Are you there? Well, I just say, Lord, remember them. Nobody knows their struggles or their labor. Hey! Nobody knows what they have done. Mm, the church is very quiet. Hey! There are some people in this church, they are walking around. When people are in trouble, we call them. Mm. Ask your name. Are you one of the people that they call when they are in trouble? Are you are you one of the people? <laughs> are you one of the people that they call when they are in trouble? Or are you dear? You are the trouble. You are the trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Hmm. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. My prayer is that when somebody around here thinks about you, they always thank God for you. Yeah. This is what he's basically saying. He was a pastor of a church. He was writing to the church in, 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 in Philippi. And he was saying that when I think about you, I thank God. When I remember you, I thank God. There are things you remember and you thank God. And there are people you remember and you thank God. Hey, are you there? Hmm. Let me tell you one of those true stories. One of our bishops went to a school. He will tell you that his primary school doesn't even exist again. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? One of those buildings. So he went to her. And he was the son of a farmer. It was time for common entrance. And his father said they are going to the farm. And he, he, as he was walking there. You see, there's a way in which you are in school, but you don't really know what is going on. He said that day, early morning, his uncle came to the house. He had an uncle who lived in the city, and the uncle came, and the uncle said, Ah, why are you here? <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> he said, Don't you know that they're writing a uh, common address today? So it was that uncle who now came and did giddy, 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 and got him from there to school. Well, the guy was a very brainy chap. By the time he was becoming a full-time pastor, he was a chartered accountant. He ended up from the, the top of the bank where he was in his 40s. I'm sure every time he remembers that uncle, he said, hey, this is my uncle. If he had not come that day, by now, I'll still be weeding under the, the, the farm. Are you there? So I've been doing something. I pray that this year we will impact the life of somebody so that anytime the person remembers you, it will be with thanksgiving to God. Amen? There are people who cannot do anything for anyone. Hmm? Yesterday my sister asked somebody to do something for her. Hey! They're complaining the person wrote it. Hey! Person wrote complaints, complaints, complaints. And she was, she, she was just looking. She didn't say anything. Then I told her that, may this person never need help. <laughs> oh, you do, do you understand what I'm trying to say? The way you cannot help, no. May you never need help. May you never need help. Are you understanding me? Nobody is an island, though. No matter how things look. Nobody is an island. We all need help somewhere. And may you be the reason why somebody has been helped. Hallelujah. That's why I told you that there are people in this church I remember and I smile. Yeah. There are people I remember and I smile. Every time we're coming with this matter and that matter. Some even get into trouble trying to solve another person's matter. Yeah. You see. You, you don't know, but God knows. Mm. Mm, they know themselves. May God reward you. And may, he, may you know that he's, he has seen and he's grateful. Hallelujah. Amen. Another thing we should remember is the Holy Communion. You see, when you take the Holy Communion, the primary reason for it was to remember. Jesus said that these people who are here, if I don't lead them with something to remember me by, I will just become another person who died on the cross. Because Jesus was not the only person who died on the cross. And so he gave us communion to cause us to remember so stop complaining that we have to eat it every Sunday. <laughs> you know, the charismatic uh, revival, when it grew up, it didn't grow up with um, communion as a regular thing. So sometimes we get people asking, why do I have to do this every week? He didn't say every week. He said as often as you remember. So if you remember every day, it should be every day. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-four. <laughs> Many of you, when you text me about something that's dreadful, what do I ask you to do? Yeah, what am I asking you to do? It is to remember who it is who shed your blood. Remember that that blood is more powerful than whatever dream you have had. Look at the scripture. It says, and when he had, take, he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. 
this do in remembrance. Do it to remember me. Do it to remember what the reason why you are afraid of that which is you have forgotten whose you are. And you have forgotten the power of the blood. Recently I was at a camp during the week and I told them that I pray that they all see the devil. <laughs> it sounds funny but that wasn't it. I said to them that when you see a demonic manifestation and then you use the name of Jesus and it actually works, you're like, hey, my faith is actually real. Hey. Yeah. When you are a prayerful person and uh, the demon is speaking, remember, what did they tell the seven sons of Sceva? Jesus we know. Paul I know. So when they recognize you, you say, ah, son, now all my praying that I thought I was just... I was just wasting time not knowing that I'm affecting something that's in heaven. Yeah. Ah. I realized that something. Hallelujah. And one of the things is that, please just stay with the scripture I'm using. But one of the things here, so he said that, take you so that you remember me. So when the enemy rises up to challenge your peace, when he rises up to cause fear, and he does it a lot, you are very quiet. Have you not had a sickness before? You wondered whether it was cancer you had. They will now remind you, your great aunt who had it. And there are people from long lines of cancer. Yes, I know a family like that. Great grandmother, grandmother, mother got it. By the time mothers was being sorted out, one daughter has it. And the women in the, the, the lot. And when it happens, you are front. Remember. Remember. Amen. It will make you thankful that, ah, the blood can do something about this. Yeah. The blood can do something about this. Some of us are, are, some, are from frightful places. Ask your neighbor, are you from a frightful place? Hey. But don't be afraid. Just remember. Just remember. Hallelujah. Are you remembering something? I said, are you remembering something? Yeah, I'm also remembering things. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I just want to end. I'm finishing quite early today, but I want to end with another scripture because it is not every remembrance that is good. A time comes when some things you have to forget. This year, I'm praying that you forget some things. Yeah. Some of you have been crying. Eight years, you are still crying. Please, you have to forget. It's time to leave it. Please tell your neighbor some things. You have to leave it. Mm-hmm. Because I feel that when I was talking, somebody was saying, hey, I remember, but what you are remembering, no. <laughs> Let's go to Philippians chapter 3, 13 and 14. He says what? Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ. Amen. You need to forget some things. There are some things that have happened in your life that you need to leave. There are some other things that have happened that you did very well, but if you don't leave it, you see, that's why black stars, they can only win once. After they have won, then based on that winning, they are not able to win again. I don't know if you get my point. I don't know what it is that fills them, whether it is complacency or I don't know I don't know but something comes and then you see that when you even watch them play that ball you see that there's no seriousness in it 
Hey. Oh. Yeah, but you don't watch football, you see. In fact, I've stopped. I've stopped. I used to watch. I used to watch. I used to watch. But after a certain time, I realized that if I continue, my heart will break. So I stopped. The broken heart was too much. So now, dear, I don't watch. I think it was this service I told you. The last time they had the World Cup, one of my classmates came on the class page. And then she said, eat or oh, eat. Then she said, they are playing tonight. I'm going to eat now. In case they remove my appetite. <laughs> but what is it that has happened? What has happened is that the thing they did that they did well, no, they didn't forget it. This year, I want you to forget. When I say forget, put it in quotes, okay? I want you to forget the good things you did last year. And say to yourself, I'm starting with another clean sheet that I have to cover. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Yeah. Yet last year, somebody went to school because of you. God bless you. Now, put it aside. It's a new year that has come. And maybe a new person that has come. Otherwise, you'll not be able to continue. You'll be looking at it and saying that, hey, then you do the total. The worst thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. When you total it, then you say, hey, oh, I've done well. They said, I will not do again. I will not do again. But I beg you, life continues. Life goes on. Life goes on. And sometimes you must forget your successes. Thank God for them. And then put them aside. And he says that he puts it aside so that he can keep pressing for it because he knows that there is a higher price somewhere. A price. And this year we want to win that price. Hallelujah. And so we're going to be thanking God. And as we thank him, we put down what we have done before and we take a fresh sheet and we move on. And may God help us. You want to stand to your feet this afternoon. Tell anybody the sun is hot. When you are preaching and the sun is hot, this is not simple. I wanted to confess that I will AC the church, but I'm lying because <laughs> look at the doors. You look at the number of doors. Such a church, how can you AC it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I receive it so it will be no problem I hear bow down your head this afternoon and one more time thank God for grace I'm thanking God for so many of you these days I've been remembering my members who have been here for many years oh yes thank you for grace Yes, I remember you and I lift you up before the Lord and say oh God let them know that you have seen thank you for keeping thank us you. in your thank house God. thank God and as you pray also say Lord maybe I should leave that matter I should leave that fight yesterday a pastor told me or two days ago a pastor told me he said he went to go and look for a lawyer to help him fight some litigation he had bought church land and he said that the lawyer told him this is land in Accra and the lawyer told him my brother forget it and move on and he said, he said what, what kind of advice is that? All the money that I put inside. But for some reason, he listened to the guy. He didn't take the issue out of court, but he listened. So he left the matter. He said he went one, two to the court. He realized that this thing, it has been five years. It has been five years. He has built a whole congregation and a whole cathedral in that time. And the case is still in court. Yeah. And he remembered that old um, lawyer. And he sent him a thank you. If the man had not advised him, he would have been there till today. 
going, coming, going, coming, going, coming, going, coming, going, coming. But because of what the man said, he went and looked for somewhere else and built. You too, there's something that maybe you need to leave it. Just talk to the Lord and say, Lord, I've heard you today. I'm going to stop this fight. I'm going to let go. I'm going to move on. I'm going to do my best. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank God. Oh, yes. Allow yourself to be stirred up today into thanksgiving. Yes. Oh, we are grateful. We are grateful, Lord. Father, we are so grateful. We are grateful for the so many things you cause us to remember. We are grateful for your blessings. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I pray, Lord, that you cause us to remember what we must remember and help us to forget what we must forget lest our hearts be lifted up with pride and lest we forget things that we should remember Lord cause us to be balanced in every way in the mighty name of Jesus oh we give you praise oh God we give you praise and this afternoon as every head is bowed and every eye is closed you are here I want you to remember the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross you are here you've not given your life to Jesus it's time for you to remember his sacrifice. If you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, lift up your right hand where you are standing and we will pray. Lift up your right hand where you are standing. We'll pray together. Oh, we give you praise. Or if I cannot see your hand even, just come to me and let us pray together. Just stretch out and come. Remember, just come to me. Don't be too shy. Don't be too proud. Bless you as you come. Just come. God bless you. God bless you as you come. If your heart is beating, that's the Lord talking to you. Remember his sacrifice and come. It cannot be too difficult. My young ladies, as you stand in front here this afternoon. I want you to pray this prayer after me. I want you to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, from today, you are my savior. You are my savior. And you are my lord. You are my lord. I thank you. I thank you for saving me. For saving me in Jesus' name. In Jesus. Father, I pray for these ones. May they never regret today. May they stand firm in what they have believed, and may you bless them. I ask, O oh God, that your hand will be with them in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S. God richly bless you.